Grace, mercy, and peace are yours through Jesus Christ, our light and our salvation. The baptism of Gwendolyn this morning is an excellent opportunity to meditate on just how present and how sufficient God is for us in all of our calamities. And just what Christ has done in opening the door to the Father. As my sisters continue to have children, I put myself in their position. And as we look at the world, and as we look back at our lives, usually it brings worry and fear. What kind of a world is this child going to live in? Will they have everything they need? Will I be able to be there for them when they need me? Being a parent requires such profound faith. Because as adults, as humans, we know that the constant in our lives is trouble and suffering and hardship. And the realities that those sufferings bring upon us are that it can change in an instant. Everything can be sailing smooth. You may feel like all is going your way. And in one moment, the world can be rocked. And your life is changed for a day, for decades, until you die. And the other thing that we know so well about calamity is how it has that power to isolate every single sufferer. I'm sure many of us have dealt with that as we've tried to console someone who is inconsolable. You feel helpless. What words can I say? How can I enter into their suffering and give them some comfort? It's a place usually where just a hug or a hand does more than anything that we can say. Calamity trouble, hardship, they force us to confront what is the reality of our existence as human beings on this earth. When things fall down, we realize that we are insufficient. We realize that our capacity as a friend, as a parent, as a Christian, all of these things are shown to be what they are when we are in that place of powerlessness. In the testimony of David in Psalm 139 tells us just how marvelous a thing God has done. That in shining his light 
into our hearts and creating faith in us. He has given the one who can help. He has opened the door to the only one who can give us hope and guide us through the hardships of this life. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, Lord. When there is no helper, when there was no one there who could understand the pain of King David, he knew that God was there. God was there and knew all of his pain. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Christ has united us with the Father. Christ has shined his light into the Father's heart and shown us the love of God that can never leave us. He is present with us always at every time. And not just in some abstract, omniscient, omnipresent way. No. Do you hear the words? Where can I go from your spirit? Your very essence. All the good and love of you. Where can I go where it is not? Where can I go from your face? To the ends of the earth. We look, and there is the face of God shining, smiling in Christ. If I make my bed in the depths, the Hebrew just says, behold you. You, the place where no one, nothing else is, behold God with me. If I ascend to the heavens, you are there. There is no height, no depth, no end of the earth where God is not with us. And how is he with us? Even there your hand will guide me. The same word used in that beloved Psalm 23 of the shepherd. The gentle guiding hand of a father who says, no, not that way. 
No, this way now. And his loving hand holding fast. The word is of, of something like you would fix with a fastener. Put it in place so that it's immovable. That's what David says the hand of God is for him. Guiding and leading, fixing him firmly on the path of light and life. And then the darkness. There may be someone present, but if they cannot see you to help you, what can they do? This picture maybe loses a little bit of its intensity in our electric light age where we just flip a switch and we can go out at night. But in David's day, night meant the end of productive work. It meant danger from stumbling, slipping, the threat of thieves who break in and steal. Darkness is a picture of the confusion and chaos and uncertainty that can fill our hearts and our lives when we feel there is no one there. And David says, the light of God pierces all darkness. The light by which the heavenly bodies shine. The light that we see in the righteousness of Christ. The light that lights our path. Nothing can hinder God from meeting us in that place when we need him most. And David connects this, probably with the verses that you all know best from Psalm 139, which is, you made me and formed me, you knit me together in my mother's womb. These ideas of God being present and active at the very start of life. David says, this is just one example of how I know. Because in the place where no one else was, you were there, shielding me and protecting me. There is no place I can go where God is not. That hope is not a small thing. And David doesn't stop at connecting creation of God just forming us. He connects it to our salvation. That secret place inside of your heart. Those things that nobody else know you think or feel or have done. God has entered that place and knit you together a new person in Christ Jesus. He has shined the light of his love into there and dispelled all the darkness of sin. 
And that, David says, I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you because from my first moments to my last moments, you are the constant of my life. Thinking about Mother's Day and this text, it reminded me of my youth, obviously, most of our youths probably, uh, we, we don't listen very well to our parents. We take what they say and their guidance and their wisdom for granted. And as we grow older, then that becomes the bane of parents' existence as then the same pattern falls back upon them. But even though I'm no longer in my mother's household, and even though I didn't probably listen to the words the first time she spoke them. Now I have gone far from my mother's household. But her words are there in my heart. When I leave the dish in the sink. When I don't wipe the counter. When my laundry room is not fit to be seen by a guest. So many times my mother's words are there testifying that she loved me and they're guiding me now even though I am not with her. David has that picture of God's spirit and God's presence and God's words guiding him. God has given us his own spirit and placed it in our hearts where can you go? God is there guiding, laying a gentle hand, smiling, encouraging. This is the light of Christ in our lives. And David shows us just how good calamity can be. And God wants us all to know to know him in that intimate way. And as we see the brightness of his face in Christ and his salvation and the forgiveness of sins and the hope of resurrection, as we place our hope in that, we no longer are going through life looking at the hand that we're dealt the card that God seems to be placing in our lives saying, Maybe I don't love you as much as I used to. David says, look at Christ. And there you will see the brightness of God. His unchanging love and heart for you. And it's there to be found. And he is faithful. He will meet you. And in that hope, we can walk with the gentle hand of God beside us and his spirit within us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have been with us, caring for us, even from our mother's wombs. And we thank you that in Christ, you have given us 
a new birth, which is even more miraculous than that first knitting together. You have worked in our hearts and you have made us in your very image, given us your spirit. May we never quiet that voice. May we always give it ear and listen and follow that we may always know the joy of your presence and the hope of your love and goodness, which you so miraculously showed to us in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray that this light may not only be ours, but may shine through us into a dark world, that they too may know that you have not abandoned us, that you are there to be found, and your, your face is smiling upon us. We have this bold confidence and we ask in his name, amen.